Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. Today we are covering Pen Pal by JT Geisinger. Geisinger? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, this, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, the Goodreads on it is 4.24. That's with, high. Yeah, with about 30,000 reviews of it. That's pretty good. Yeah, I think so. What would you rate this book? Oh, I have several ratings. Okay, let's hear them. Okay, so my my overall plot, definitely a five. Okay. Uh, smut. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> a 12? <laughs> it's off the chart. <laughs> but I did have an ick level. Okay. So my ick level was like a three. Yeah. Okay, share with, your, share with me what your ick was because... I have a feeling that we're on the same page. The pet names. Yeah. The pet names were really cringy. Ooh, cringy. Yeah. Yes. Such a great way of saying it. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that uh, I don't, I'm not like a pet name lover or anything, so to speak, but I think those two specifically like bunny. Oh no. And rabbit. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like, so totally like one of my first like smut, smut mo- novels mm-hmm. was 50 shades. So I'm like, okay. Ooh, yeah. Like, Chains and whips, okay. (laughs) So, like, the domineering part of this book was was totally okay with me. I was like, yeah, right. Let me let me take some notes about that. (laughs) But then he threw in the thing like bunny. Yeah, like what? Yeah, no. Ick. Yeah, yeah. No, it threw threw me off. Yeah, for sure. I didn't like that. I didn't. uh, Yeah, no. Everything else, literally, like. 20 out of five stars for me. Yeah. This book was amazing. Like you in a chokehold. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Like, I don't think I've enjoyed a book this much since I read it for the first time. Like uh, a couple months ago, I guess. But, oh my gosh. See, I read this right before I tried to read uh, the Akatar series. Gotcha. And so fantasy usually just isn't my thing. And so I think this book still had me in like a headlock like oh my gosh (laughs) let me reread that for the first time about 50 times right so what was your your ratings okay um I'm with you on the five star for the plot and the ick was probably about a three for me also I just I think that was really the only thing that bothered me it wasn't there were I don't think there was anything else that bothered me besides the bunny thing and like yeah I wasn't crazy about that yeah it was like right in the middle of the mood like it was super super smutty and you're like oh he's getting it yeah and then he goes bunny well not only that but I feel like it was um 
Yeah. It kind of just like, ugh, mood killer. Like, why are you calling me that? Right? Why do we read smut novels? It's for the smut. Yeah, not for the name calling. And then it's like, I'm into it. I'm like, yeah, this this is great, great research mm-hmm. for future evenings <laughs> future alone. Future endeavors. With my husband. <laughs> but then it's like throwing out a rabbit there. I'm like, oh, gosh. Yeah, not the rabbit. Scratch that. Yeah. Um, yeah. From, from my research. Yeah. But overall, um, so there is a pretty big twist in this book. Uh, yeah. It's 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 pretty wild. It is wild, and I tell you, whenever I was reading it, whenever... So the premise behind the book mm-hmm. is that Kayla loses her husband. Yes. And she meets this really, really hot roofer. Yes. Aiden. Yeah. Gosh. Can I trade places with her? No I'm happily kidding. married, but no can kidding. I can I trade places? And he, if if he looks anything like the person on the cover, like normally I don't like real people on the covers, but this is an exception because mm. Mm. yeah, no, he totally looks like he would have been in prison. Oh yeah. And I was kind of confused. I was like, did he I knew that throughout the book like yeah. that he went to prison, but I was like the pen pal I, yeah, I was very confused. Like, the whole way through, I'm like, okay, because normally, you know, the rom-coms and, you know, all this, but whatever kind of book, you can kind of guess the the end. You're not going to guess exactly what's going on, but you have an idea. I was like, what does this pen pal have to do with anything? anything. Like, it's not relevant to anything. So, after Kayla meets Aiden, they go on this wild, kinky Sex capade. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> anywhere and everywhere, yeah. it was happening. Yeah, um, wildness there. But then some crazy stuff starts happening around her house, right? Yeah. And so she—that's how Aiden gets involved because she had a roof leak, right? Of all things, a roof leak. It, roof leak. And I feel like it rained the entire book. It did, and I think it was kind of crazy too because. Um, whenever they kept saying like, oh my gosh, it's been raining for days and days and days, you know, it's just this gloomy weather. And I think that, where did she say they live? Seattle. That's right. Okay. So normally it's, it's, it's pretty, you know, rainy there. Yeah. Right. It's not happy days. There. Right. Right. <laughs> but I mean, I feel like that many in a row, like what, I mean. Yeah. I, and you know, honestly, if we're looking at it from maybe a philosophical point of view, it's like how she was feeling. I mean, she was just right. really, she lost her husband. Yeah. Right. And, and, um, like, I wonder, this is the questions that I have. I wonder, was the weather actually like that or was she, it was just in her realm. Right. I think it was really for real though, because the little boy, was, was wearing rain the rain boots. Yes. Yeah. So Kayla meets Aiden. They go on their wild sex capade. And then she's just like having random things go on in her house. Like bulbs are popping. Um, electricity is flickering and stuff like Surging, that. Surging. Yeah. Yeah. And then she has this really, really sweet housekeeper named Fiona. Fiona. Mm-hmm. And eventually Fiona says, hey... Maybe there's some spirits here. 
And that in in the book, whenever it, that hit, I was like, mm, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if I'm going to like this book. Yeah, it was very like, creepy. It was like, kind of like, oh, is this going to take like a weird, weird twist turn. and turn? Yeah. But I think it was handled well. Yeah. And so it comes to be that Fiona thinks that the house is haunted. Mm-hmm. And then crazy stuff starts happening. She sees a little boy running through her yard. She sees a man standing by a tree. Yeah, all that stuff, uh, like showing his teeth, and that was creepy. I read that in like the middle of the night, yeah. And I was like, oh, I can't read this anymore. That was that was me too because I remember one night. This was the first time I read the book. I was out on the back patio, and we live kind of out in the country, so you can hear coyotes pretty often. And I'm reading the part, like one of the super creepy parts, and I, all of a sudden these coyotes like start howling, and I was like, I "Remember <gasps> you I'm going telling inside. me about that?" And you were freaking out about it. <laughs> I was, I was like, "Oh no, I'm going inside right now." <laughs> You're like locking these doors. Yes. So eventually they have a séance, right? Yes. And then they come to discover. The twist. So before that, I thought that the letters from the pen pal from Dante, when they said ghost, it immediately like clicked to me. I was like, it's Michael. It's the husband. Yes. I was like, oh my gosh, he is writing to her. And he's like, kind of like trying to pull her in his direction to keep her away from Aiden is what my thought process okay. was like. I was just like, okay, he's trying to keep her away from this guy. Okay. Um, and the I, I felt like once they mentioned, like, the supernatural, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He is not enjoying that she's been having sex in the woods with this guy. Right. So that's where my head was. And so with the twist, I, my mind was blown. I literally put down my Kindle and I said, what the F just happened there? <laughs> yeah, like, I need a minute to recover because uh, what's going on? Right. Um, but the crazy thing is, see, I kind of maybe thought it was him, but then still, I don't know if I was just, like, being naive the whole time, but I had no, like, idea who the pen pal could be the yeah. whole time until the very end, and I was like... <gasps> Oh, my gosh. Right? He's been writing to her. like. <laughs> so you eventually figure out in the book, if you haven't read it, that the supernatural person is actually Kayla. Yes. So Kayla gets murdered by <clears throat> Michael, her husband, who is on, like, he goes psycho, and he's a narcissist. Yeah, I think he had bipolar. I think that it was, like, psychosis. Really, like, split personality. Okay, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know if they necessarily said exactly what it was, but then they did comment that it was he was a narcissist. Yes, he was narcissistic like, personality disorder or something like that. I'm too smart to be in prison. Yeah, um, I'm an upstanding citizen. Right. Yeah, no, I have not. a whole bunch of degrees. Yeah, you drown but, your wife by, and you ended up shooting Aiden in the head. I know. What was that about? That was such a horrible death. I know. And they described it really. I I know. I know. The detail. That was Nick for me. I was like, why? Why my Aiden? I know. I know. (laughs) It was sad. Like, uh, and then just the way that he, like, pretended not to even know Kayla so that he wouldn't kill her too. Uh, Yeah. Like, that is, like, the sweetest thing. I know. Um. And then come to find out, he was the one that was writing the letters. He's the pen pal. 
Aiden is the pen pal. Aiden is the pen pal. Because Dante, what was his name, last name? Dante, um, so his name is Aiden Laywright. Laywright? Yes. And so they had, what do they call it? There was a word. They called it. It was basically Aiden Laywright's name jumbled up. In to, yeah, in a different name to make Dante, and I forgot what his last name was. But it was basically Aiden's name jumbled up. And to she, spell something else. And she discovers it because Fiona and her sister are doing, like, the seance and try to cleanse the house. Yes. And come to find out that Kayla was the one that was haunting, haunting the house. Yeah. And so they're trying to help her get to the other side at this point. this book (laughs) was the very end when they go (laughs) and they find Michael. Oh, yes. (laughs) And they start haunting him. Yes. They're messing with him in that uh, room where he's being interviewed. Yes. And then they were like, no, he's he's having another psychotic break. Yeah, right. (laughs) But they are haunting the (laughs) shit out of him. (laughs) Yeah, they were. They're like, payback's a bitch, isn't it? (laughs) Revenge. Yeah. Literally. (laughs) Literally. Yeah, no. It was so good. I was like, oh, man. I wish this book wouldn't end. I know. I wish she would, like, I want to know more about. Kayla and Aiden. Af- well, In the I guess we can't. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess we could, but it would be more like a. That would take a whole nother turn. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. About their haunting of Michael <laughs> and how they're in love. I bet it would be like really like supernatural, like kinky stuff, though. I mean, <laughs> I bet it would be more than just fireworks on the boat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or in the woods. I know. I know. I wish that, I don't know. I wish, I guess I just need to read another one of her books because this was like, this book is like unmatched for me. Really? I have not read a book that I loved this much since I read this one. So why did you like it so much? Like what sticks out to you that is different? Because we've read a lot of books recently. So I personally think I have, I I like romance, however... That's not my number one top. I think for me is a mystery thriller. Okay. I think that's my jam. I think this had all of that. It did. Because I like smut. I like romance and I like mystery thriller. But I think mystery thriller is of like. Of course you like smut. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> but I think that mystery thriller for me is like my, top, my number one uh, genre. Because I don't. I just. I. Don't like to be able to guess what's going to happen. Like, in every romance, you know who's going to end up together. Right. It's very predictable, and I don't I don't like that. And if it's not predictable, you're like, oh, my gosh, this was the best rom-com ever. Yes. Yes. And I think that Colleen Hoover does, does that pretty well. She in, does. In a lot of her books, and I think that that's why she's super popular. Yeah. Because there's only so much Hallmark TV that we can watch or Hallmark oh, yeah. books that we can read. Right. You know? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. 
I think JT, mm, if you're listening, then claps for you, girl, because this was amazing. Right? I put it off. I put this book off for I know a you did. long time. And I think that I don't I don't know why exactly I put it off. I did too, because you're like, what even is that? Yeah, and I was like, oh, a prison romance? Yeah. <laughs> whatever that was my thought because I'm like wait a minute this is because I saw everybody on like the book talk baddie Facebook group and they're like oh my gosh the smut in this book and I'm like wait a minute how How is she having sex with a prisoner right like that I'm confused the pen pal name on this book throws you off and I think that that's probably going to be the reason that this is so slept on Mm -hmm. I mean because we've recorded episodes about like the housemaid that has like 200 thousand reviews this one has 30,000 yeah and I think it's being slept on oh it is for sure because I kept hearing about it and I'm like "Mm, mm, I don't know about that and then finally I was like you know what I'm just gonna read it why not so I did and I was like I cannot believe I waited this long yeah the story was there the plot was really there yeah and the twist and turns uh were really really good yeah they were I love the fact that, like, all of the smut, even though she's a ghost, <laughs> we find out at the end, <clears throat> the, all the smut was real. Like, yeah, it was just her memories of, like, what happened between her and Aiden. And so I was like, dang, that that's good. I mean, because... I don't know. I think, like, ghost sex is weird. (laughs) Maybe not to you, but to me, that's weird. So finding that out, I was like, okay, that's tied in pretty well. Like, because I would feel really awkward reading that book and be like, who who was she doing that with? Right? (laughs) You know? Um, Also, I had questions about about things in this book. So I'm just, I need to know what you think. Okay. So when they went out to dinner with... Aiden's friend, Jake, the guy, Jake, Jake, right? Mm-hmm. Who did her security system and his wife. Mm-hmm. Are they ghosts too? No. So that's where, like, if you read into, like, whenever you find out that she's a ghost and everything, and then it switches to, like, part two, mm-hmm. um, it says in there specifically, because I had to go back and reread it. I was like, wait. What, what just happened? Like, what's real and what's not? But it says that it had been weeks since she had talked to him at the restaurant. And she was going and knocking at his door. So, it, that those things did actually happen. They did have, like, that, I guess, argument or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it was the way that it was per- portrayed in the part part one. I, I think that maybe the argument didn't happen about her taking off her wedding ring, but I think that the meal happened. It was just like her reality was weird. Okay. Because the way I saw it, I was like, how are all these people go? Like, how? You know what I'm saying? Because, right. like, they kept saying at the end that only so many people can see ghosts and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm like, surely not every one of these people can see ghosts. Like, that's just odd I don't know I think that I think in this book at the very end I read really fast because I was trying to figure out what was going what is going on here yes and then so I think that I kind of skimmed over some of it because I was like what the heck right yeah um I, I 
her reality was real for the most part, from my understanding of it. It was just the fact that she, I don't, it maybe didn't happen exactly like that way. Right. Um, However, Fiona and her sister could see her. Yes. Because that day that Fiona came, the first time after Michael passed away, quote unquote, that's what she thought. She said, oh, are you going to be staying in the house? And I thought, well, that was weird. Like, why would she move? Right. But in reality, this whole time, I guess she had just, I don't know, been lost for a couple weeks. Right. And then finally, like, showed back up at the house finally as a spirit. Yeah. yeah. So I went back into into Kindle mm-hmm. to look up what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. And it does say, like, she did that. Do you remember when she did that ceremony? Like, because she had lost her baby, she had lost her marriage, she, like, buried all of that stuff in her backyard. Oh, yes. So immediately after that, she goes to Aiden. And it's before they both pass away. Um, So it's like four months before they pass away. And so she does that little ceremony in the backyard where she buries all of this stuff. Yeah. And then she goes to Aiden and she knocks on his door. And in between, he because he had told her, don't come back until you're not wearing the ring and that you're not committed. Yeah. And so in her, like, real reality, she... They had that conversation. She went and did the little ceremony and buried, like, her ultrasound and all of that stuff. And then she went to Aiden. So the meal actually happened. Okay. Now that I go back and look. Go back and skim through it. Yeah. So. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm glad that I read it a second time. And obviously it didn't do me much (laughs) good because, well, this book, I feel like it takes so many turns. You're just like, wait, what's real and what's not? Right. You know, like, what did she actually do and what is happening in the other realm? Like, what? I don't know. It was very, very twisty. Yeah. But a good twisty. What other questions did you have? I guess that was it. I mean, that was, like, the main question because I was like, wait a minute. How are they going out to eat with their friends if they're dead? If they're <laughs> if ghosts? They're dead? If they're ghosts? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, okay. So I was really sad. But, but whenever she finds – sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt No, you. you're fine. But so whenever she talks to Eddie – the roofer guy, the the groovy hippie dude or whatever, mm-hmm. he he was a ghost too. Yeah, he was the grandpa of the guy. Now, yeah, uh, that now. And so, in the detective, she the detective had passed away like six months earlier. Yeah. So whenever she had passed away and she was talking to the, the detective, he wasn't alive either. Yeah, I mean, I I gathered that. So, but I just thought like. I don't know. I was wondering, like, what, like, looking back now, what was Eddie's, like, goal? Yeah. I mean, what was the importance of his character, I guess? Like, what what was, you know? Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think he was very, like, not in a bad way. I'm just saying, like, I'm like, wait, well, why was he, like, what did he have to do with anything, you know? Maybe to bring her to Aiden, because didn't, he said that he couldn't do the roof but he knew somebody. 
Right? And then Aiden showed up. But at this point, Aiden's got to be a ghost. But, again, in her reality, like in actual reality, how did they meet? Was it because of her roof? You know? Right. And so... Like, that's why I'm saying I want to know more about their relationship, like, before all, like, everything on New Year's Eve happened. Right. Like, I want to know how they meet, da-da-da, you know, all this stuff, because I feel like I have a lot of questions like that. Like, what actually... Like, what did Eddie have to do with it? What was real and what wasn't real? Yeah, I need black and white. (laughs) Right? (laughs) True. Very true. Um, I was really sad about the house. Like, the house that he was building. I know. It sounded like such a beautiful place. I know. When I say he, Aiden Aiden. was building. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was just like, oh, he doesn't get to live in this house that he's, like, built for, like, two years. so much work into. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, and I was was like, I wonder if the house is still there. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Right? (laughs) But low-key... Don't take me to that city that sh- they live in. There is way too many ghosts flooding. I know, right? <laughs> We're never going to Seattle ever. No. <laughs> Maybe to go get some Starbies, but yeah. just as a layover. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> We're only going to be there for an hour. <laughs> Place is haunted. No it, kidding. I mean, kind of makes sense. So, question. Okay. Do you believe in the paranormal? I do. Okay, so do you think that, like, this could be, like, happening like right now in somebody's life? I mean, I would pro- I would say yes. I mean, not everybody believes in the paranormal, um and that's fine. I do. I've never experienced anything like this, obviously, but um I don't know. I think it, I think it's uh, to me it's very sad. Like if you were to pass on and but you can't pass on right to the next you know realm you know whatever you whatever kind of thing you believe in the afterlife you know (laughs) and I think it would it would be sad to be stuck like that you know right like a scary like gray area like you're just there I am sad because their love story would have been this amazing, beautiful love story I know like he was so damaged whenever he met her she changed his life, and he helped her heal Oh yeah, from Michael. And then it was, like, such a tragedy. It just got cut so short. I know. And so that's where I was really sad. I was like, oh, man, why, why? Why did you have to kill me like that, JT? I know. You ripped out my heartstrings. Literally. Now she, they- she ripped it open, stomped on it, and then ran over it with her car. <laughs> Right? Yeah. (laughs) For me. But I guess it's okay because they get to spend eternity together, you know? Well, I don't know. I just really wanted more of their story. Right. I think that it was so, like, endearing that whenever she figures out that she's a ghost and she's trying to pass on, that the knock on the front door and she goes to the front door and it's Aiden and she's like, ugh. Oh, my gosh. And he's like, yeah, I've been knocking for a while. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then I thought it was um, I thought it was weird at first, like, when I very first read the book. I was like, I'm sorry, but why is there a life jacket at your front door? <laughs> like, what, what, what's the well, life jacket? Well, she said, I need a life jacket. I feel like I'm drowning, which oh. was crazy because, well, that's how she met her death. 
right? was by drowning. Yeah. And so. I forgot about that little part where she said that. Yeah. That was when she was spiraling. I was like, man, somebody's got to save this girl. Where's Aiden at? He needs to pull her up out of this darkness because she is about to unlive herself, in really? my opinion. I was like, whew. I know. This is getting a little rough. And I also couldn't help but feel bad for the family that actually lived in the house because I'm like, oh, my gosh, can you imagine? Right. Like, but I I felt bad for her, too, because if it were me and I moved into a house with a ghost, I'd be like, oh, I am moving. I'm burning the house down. Like, I'm done. Better have some insurance on this thing. Right. But then I'm like, no, it's just her. It's okay. You know? Yeah. Well, (laughs) I thought it was crazy that it was like. (laughs) <laughs> it said something to the extent of, yeah, you really made their, pretty much you made their life miserable for the past couple of months. Yeah. And so. I know. Yeah. Poor oh. Kayla. Also, like, how did he put the house on the market if he was in jail? That that was another question. That was, like, one of those things. I'm like, hmm, how did that happen? Hmm. Yeah, but, unless it was, like, foreclosed on. Oh, could have been. But he was a brilliant Person, standing member of society. Oh my gosh, that made me want to vomit. I was like, ugh, I know that was an ick for me. I was like, oh, Ew. and the fact that he was having an affair, right? Uh uh-uh. uh, I could have kind of seen that though. When, yeah, when she was talking at the funeral, yeah, in the very beginning, I was like, mm, he was totally sleeping with that lady. Oh, yeah, mm. ick, yeah, uh uh-uh. uh, but it's uh, mm. it's funny how the tables all turned because she said. I was watching my husband's casket be lowered into the ground. She was at her own funeral. Right. And the girl that he's been having an affair with was comforting him. Right. Ah, yes. Girl, you better go on. You better get on with your bad self. You better. Mm, mm. She better be glad Kayla didn't haunt her ass, too. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> or something far worse. All right. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, no. Overall, really, really great book. I don't. I think I'm gonna have a book hangover from this one. It was good. It was really good. Aren't you glad you finally read it? I am. Yeah. I'm not gonna sleep on your Rex anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, if it's that high for me, you'll love it. Yeah, I was like, man, is, you're like is this, this book is weird. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> she says that there's smut. I just don't understand it. But man, that was some. That was some smut. I know. I know. Well, how how many ways can you describe a female body? Also, I'm not sure how I felt about the um, wood scene. That was... That was also a little bit of an ick. I was like, man, that I mean, seems like it would hurt. I mean, if you wanna if you wanna do your thing out in the woods, like I'm cool with that, you know, whatever, spontaneous, but the whole chasing thing and mm. I think JT was trying to get to many people when she was writing her sex scenes in this. Right. I mean, because some of them were very, very tender and loving and like, oh, that's so great. And then some of them were like fifty shades. Yeah, like it level. was like straight kink. Like I was like, oh, <laughs> I never thought to do that, right? <laughs> and then there was stuff like adventure. You yeah, know, those those people that want to, I don't, what is the word for it? The ones that are exhibitionist. Oh yeah, I'm like mm, anybody could have walked into the woods. And you know what? That was my thought. I was like, somebody's gonna pop out. Somebody like the pin pal is gonna come back, right? Like somebody. Her pen pal's watching. Yes. The guy in the trench coat 
that's all that I could think about during that scene. I know. I was like, where's he going to come from? Yeah. He's going to pop out and he's going to kill him. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Especially that part really creeped me out when she was like, he was like burying his teeth at me from the edge of the woods. Uh uh. No, no, no. Let me turn on Full House for a show. I I called my dog up. I'm I'm like, come on, we're going to snuggle today. (laughs) Right? Were you by yourself? Chris wasn't home. Chris was not home. Uh, for yeah, for no. you guys that don't know, my husband is a paramedic. Right? <laughs> he works <laughs> really weird shifts. And so, so some of my late night reading turns into like 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. And it just, whew. I, mm. <laughs> yeah, you're like, on that note, I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I could not sleep after that. I was just like, it wasn't like super scary, but it was. I it was, was like, creepy. <sighs> Yeah. It gave like, me the shivers. Like, let me turn on my Disney Plus and let it play in the background. <laughs> right. Let me forget about that scene. Right. Let yeah. me put my Kindle away for the night. I think I had every emotion possible on this book. Like, I, it was happy. It was sad. It was creepy. It made me mad. Like, mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, and I think that that's probably why I ranked it so high. Mm-hmm. You for know, sure. I got over the, the ick part of it. Yeah. But... Yeah, Mm. the bunny thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I was telling Chris about it, Mm -hmm. and he was, (laughs) he was like, "What's so bad about bunny?" I was like, "I don't know. Mm. It's just really creepy. Like, it's like a bunny and a lion." Yeah, maybe there's some symbolism behind that. I maybe get it. Maybe so. But then he also talks about being a warthog, and I'm like. (laughs) Ew! That was even <laughs> what? This is cringy. I know. Oh man, she made up for it with that end, though. Yeah, but yeah, the warthog. I was like, ew. First of all, that's worse. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't ever say that again. And it just makes him sound so much un- more unattractive than he is. I mean, I because know. in my mind, he is like delectable. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good word to put. I know. I think that it was just a great book overall. It was. Uh, I I will put this on my recommend to people. Um, and not just because of the smut. I think that the story was really good. Yeah. I think even if it didn't have any, I still would have liked it. I think so, too. And you know what I noticed is that um, I normally I don't like stories that a lot of things happen right at the end. This one was like that. I noticed last night when I was finishing it, and I was like, Man, a lot of stuff happened right like at the end. Jumped off the damn bridge, <clears throat> and it was like, "Holy crap!" Like, but it wasn't one of those books where it just drags the whole time, and then it's like a bomb drops on you. Yeah, this was a bomb, but I feel like the plot was there, so it was like, yeah. "It's okay." It's I okay. think that the kink helped with that. Oh yeah, she was like, "Let me give you a, like a, a little." Like a breadcrumb trail, and then you can just have this huge feast at the end. Yeah, and you know what? That is not what I was like really even looking forward to. Whenever I was getting towards the end mm-hmm. and noticing, like on my percentage, I was like at eighty percent. I was like, you know, I'm totally okay if there's no more smut in this. Yeah, because I love the story so much. I was like, yeah, oh. like I have to figure out what's going on. Right? Who is this pen pal dude? Yeah. Overall. So good. Oh, yeah, it was. So good. I loved it. I would definitely reread this. It would probably be like an annual read for me. Oh, yeah. That's really good. A lot of people have said her her other book, um, Perfect Strangers, I think, is really, really, really good. 
Well, she has quite a few books. Um, there is, oh man, she has several. She has the Queens and Monsters series, the Beautiful Cruel series. I've heard about the Beautiful Cruel lately. Yeah, uh, Dangerous Beauty series. Slow burn series. Oh, that sounds like it would be smutty, right? <laughs> uh, and then bad habits um, are some of her series. So mm. we may have to pick up some of her series, but um, she apparently she's written written written. <laughs> <laughs> apparently she's written over thirty novels, and oh, wow. they range from like funny to feisty rom coms um, to an intense. Erotic thrillers. Oh, snap. <laughs> Woo. Buckle up. Buckle up. <laughs> you better put on some, like, rubber trousers no. for those. <laughs> it Shrouds. Is... <laughs> it's going down for real. <laughs> oh, my God. Rewind a little bit, okay? Can you keep Not your shit to the- together? <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yes. So apparently, she's written about thirty novels. Stop it, Blair. All right. Okay. Um. <laughs> I think we're just gonna have to end this. Okay. No, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. She is a three-time finalist for both contemporary and paranormal romance. Oh, so she writes a lot of paranormal romance. I didn't know that. I wonder if... Oh, I'm going to have to check out her other books because I wonder if it's from Pen Pal or it's from something else. Yeah. I'm not quite sure. This is just about the author at the at the end of the book. So she, um, she does a lot of fantasy and paranormal, which... Hmm. It's very interesting. I'm definitely going to reread this book and then also put on my trousers and <laughs> read some other put stuff. Put on your rubber trousers? I mean, you got to if it's that spicy. If it is intense, erotic, paranormal thrillers. Right? Sign me up, baby. <laughs> oh, so, my gosh. Well, I think that does it for this episode. <laughs> yes. Um... Thanks for joining us. Yes. We definitely look forward to our we've, next read. Yes, we've enjoyed this episode, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, I, I guess we'll see you on the next one. We'll see you on the flip side. Bye.